Welcome to the Cardboard Crashcast. I'm your host, Ethan, and I'm here with the guys. We think the ban list is broken. I'm here with Christos, Adam, Anthony, and Shaw today, and we're going to be going through a couple of different blogs and posts throughout the years discussing what's in the band list, what's not in the band list, what should be, what should not be. This is going to be part one of a couple. Uh, we're going to be going through what's banned in Commander and why in terms of grouping first. And I all think we have some pretty strong opinions on the band list. And e even if it should exist in the first place. I have a Card Kingdom blog by a Kristen Gregory from April of 2021. So it's a little bit outdated. I think the only thing that's not going to be on here is Lutri from Ikoria. Is uh, that true? A Hall Breacher too, I think. Okay. So, but they can fit in. Um, th you can find this on the Card Kingdom blog. I'll go ahead and drop that in the description of the podcast. I'll actually do that this time. I know I've been missing out a couple of times, but we've got different groups. Cards that are legal in Commander, cards that are banned. I want to start off with what's very obvious to everybody, with Power 9. Yeah, that makes sense. The basic reserved list. Everybody here knows what Power 9 is, I'm, I'm assuming. I'd just go through it, just in case somebody doesn't know that's listening. So it's all of the Moxes. It's all of, uh, it's his Ancestral Recall, Time Twister, Time Walk, and the Black Lotus. So this is the original nine most powerful cards in Magic, at least that's what people like to call it. This is banned for scarcity reasons and insane power reasons. Yeah, I mean, they would just be played in every single deck. Right. Every single deck would run them, no questions. I mean, we talk about staples, but those are just so strong, but that's because... When the game was first starting out, they didn't really understand themselves what would be good, what wouldn't be. They weren't expecting people to play kind of, You're you know, with constructed decks. Yeah, they didn't even, they're just like, <laughs> eh, you know, people will just play random stuff. They're not going to, like, construct decks and whatnot. So, yeah, it just makes no sense for them to be in any decks now. So, totally fair to be banned. And also, a lot of tournaments nowadays, with how expensive Commander has gotten throughout the years and how how much it fluctuates in price, you can actually find a decent amount of tournaments that are proxy legal this keeps it out of those hands because even if you keep the price to almost zero with just printing out your own cards then which is an entirely different conversation this keeps the most insane overpowered unfun cards out of people's hands even if they were to proxy it because it's on the ban list mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of cards are kind of on a pseudo banned list because they're really expensive yeah. and on the reserved list but aren't technically on the ban list. This just keeps the nine most powerful ones at bay. I also want to discuss, Do you would you guys agree that the ban list is almost more of a, a guideline and it's not such a hard line in the sand? When I first started playing Commander, we almost used to see it as like a set in stone, like this is the thing. But over the years, obviously, so many cards have come out, and especially since I stopped playing and came back, the frequency of legendary creatures is like tripled, if not quadrupled, and cards are just coming out way more frequently in on different different products, different facets. So I feel like because they're not banning stuff at the same frequency they were back then, which was not very often, it was maybe like once a year we would see something change. I think that it is more of a guideline in its current state. I feel it's like let's just make sure that like the problem children are outside of the list. Mm -hmm. Because uh, you you said earlier, or maybe not, maybe not earlier in this podcast, but earlier today, they haven't added something to a list or to the list in years. Hope Preacher was the last one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 
Hull Breacher was the last one, and that was banned in Commander of the Legends, maybe like six months to a year after Commander of the Legends? Yeah, so that would have been in tw- early 2020, so in three, th- almost three years ago. Oh, we- when was Golos banned? Was that after? Uh, Golos was banned, I believe, before Hull Breacher. Okay. But it was around the same time, one way or another. So they've been radio silent for almost three years? So yeah, I would say just based on that information... Unless it's, like, a huge problem child, they're not going to ban it. So I do think it's more of a guideline. Like, guys, like, just just, just don't play these cards. And, like, everything else is, like, off limits. What do you guys think? I mean, I feel pretty pretty similar. It's just that kind of list that you look at and you're like, okay, as a new player... Because, actually, when I first started playing Magic with 60 card, you know, kitchen table. So we didn't go buy the ban list. So this was the first time that I actually had to go buy a ban list, right? We were looking at it and saying, no, let's not do the ban list. I know... At first, Ethan was like, oh, let's, you know, he made an Is it deck, and then he threw Lutri in there. We kind of did this, like, house rule of we can have one banned card. So I ran pr- uh, Primetime in my Landfall deck, so that was really strong. Ethan, I think in his Elf deck, ran Biorhythm, and then he also ran Lutri, and some other people ran, like, Emrakul and stuff. So we all kind of had, like, that one powerful card. And then when they were played, you're like, oh, I see why now. So it's like... It's just kind of a guiding post because those might be cards people want to play. And then when they play with them, they're like, oh, yeah, these are the problem children. You know, let's steer away from these because they're accessible for people, but they're too good for their accessibility. That gets me into my next point here on this uh, this blog post. She talks about cards that are too powerful next and wants to specifically touch on Channel, Emrakul, the Aeon's Torn, Fast Bond. Gristlebrand and Caracas. Ooh. Now, sure. I think I agree with all of those. I know Fastbond has a little bit of Question. back and forth. Anthony, you were talking about that a little bit earlier. I think where the game is right now, it's not as like broken as it was. Like it, it is, is broken. It is. Don't get me wrong. It is one mana, I, so it can sure. go in very many decks. I thought it, it was two mana. No, no, you, you, you pretty much with the right hand, you could just win turn one. You could, but honestly, you could win turn one with a jeweled lotus. So <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just gonna put that out there. Um, Why not both? <laughs> you're right. Get, yeah, and, and, you know, my take honestly is everything should just get unbanned until we get to a point where we can honestly say this should be banned. This should be banned. This should be banned. Primeval Titan is here. I, I think I think just just let loose. Eventually I think people will complain. Do we want to stand fastball here or do we want to go down the list? Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I'm just asking because I'm 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 down to like to like joust about the about fastball. I, I, I think it's actually an interesting card to talk about because okay. you know, with Primetime, for example, you grab any two lands, your best lands, the lands that fit the perfect situation, you throw them out. A combo lands. Also, it enters the battlefield and attacks. So he enters the battlefield, you get two of your best lands. Then he attacks the next turn. You don't care if he dies. You got another two of your best lands for six mana. You get the four best lands in your deck. You don't even you don't even attack with him, man. You, what you do is you abuse him. You sack him and get him out or of the graveyard. Him, yeah, yeah. Like it's about getting like it, prime time. The reason he's banned is abusing lands. Like you're just able to pull all the lands out of your deck and put it on the battlefield. He, he does you'll, it all himself. You'll notice that uh, as we go, go down the list, there's a lot of things that are land related. A lot of things. <laughs> A lot of lands themselves, too. Yeah. And 
they were on band with primetime. It would just be absolute. But, like, I'm not saying that. Some of them are, like, accessibility things, like you were saying, right? Caracas or what is that called? I mean, that's, that's a given. I right. Mean, it just, like, some cards are, like, just price-wise. They're, like, I, you you will see this maybe once in your life. Caracas just got reprinted, technically. But they had oh, to it's, specify. It's got reprinted plenty of times. The thing, I think, I think, yeah, it just got reprinted in, in Lord, Lord of, of the, the Rings. Rings yeah. yeah, And it got reprinted in the Commander set of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it literally doesn't matter. Uh, that card is just doesn't work for with the a reason. I think it was, okay, because I wanted to use it, and uh, if anyone's been in the Voltron phase and played Wilhelm, that card is atrociously bad, and I don't know why they made it, but... I actually, before I even looked at the ban list, I played Krakris and, and my Wilhelm only to make sure he doesn't get removed. Because people, like, you know, once they started, oh, Voltron just kills in one shot or, you know, kills in two turns, they would remove it and it, he'd just be utterly useless uh, at coming down later in the game. So I, I put Krakris in just to bounce him back to my hand. Not to kill, like, you know, bounce other creatures back, uh, other commanders back to their hand. So, like, I understood, you know, I understand why it's been... I think it'd be cool if that card... If that card said your commander yeah, or, or your legendary creature, I think it wouldn't be, man. I don't yeah. think so. I'm yeah, sure it was somebody just made in a time. Yeah. It was made in a time that commander just wasn't a thing. And when they first made the legend set, before anybody ever dreamt up Elder Dragon Highlander, that wasn't a big deal. I, I think it still is a, a decently powerful, just hate piece against legendary creatures decks in a constructed formats but even in the, in the singleton format with commander it just doesn't make sense and and that fits exactly with lutri too i think he just is banned because he just does not make sense in the format and christos had to be explained recently as to what a companion even is but knowing what a companion is does yeah. that make sense with his companion requirement being exactly the the <coughs> format of commander yeah companions seem cool like the idea of it you could still have one. It just can't be Lutri. It's just odd that, like, they would make the decision to design cards like that knowing that, like, they're going into the format, like, the most popular format. Just strange to me that they would do that. I, I, think, they're think, it's, I don't think it's odd at all. I, what are they, do they think that it's like, oh, we'll get away with it? Like, you know what no, I mean? No, I don't think that's what... I, I think they just... May, maybe, let's say, we'll, we'll put a positive spin on it. Maybe there's, like, may, this will make deck building fun. Right, because like there's things like people run Giganta and stuff like that, and um, and it and it kind of like limits you. You know how like we're trying to make the Promise Urge Rurik Thar deck, which is like damn near impossible. But yeah, it's you know, it, but it, but it it was fun trying to like think of how to make it work, and I think that was their their spin on companions. If I'm looking at it a positive way, I think that was I think they just didn't put a heavy enough restriction on companions, which is crazy because I already feel like and not to get too into this rabbit hole of companions. At first look, at least being a new player, I was like, oh, this, this seems kind of hard. You have to have all odd mana costs, all even mana costs, or Luris is like, oh, everything has to be low mana costs. It's like, you can't play all the high mana cost stuff, but then you realize just how much value they give you because they're guaranteed in your hand. In Commander, I think it's a little different because you have a 100 cards, so then you have to have a 100 cards go through the same uh, restrictions instead of, you know, 15 different cards, four ofs. But that was, like, your early, like, thought of it. Like, if you just, like, you're... Now you know how to, you know, make decks, or at least, you know, you're better at it. We'll just say Luris as an example. Do you think Luris is a hard deck to make if you thought... If you were just mainly making that your companion? Just making a low-cost, like, recursion deck or something? No, not at all. Yeah, no. No. I, I think the idea of the companions and the restrictions is cool. Actually, the I idea think... was that they were putting 
they were making standard into commander. That was yeah. the idea. I guess the reason that I I, I, t- I made the point I did where like I don't understand why they they made this decision like knowing that they're going to go into commander. Like th- these cards are going to move into commander. It just makes sense. Like that's what's going to happen. And because you printed it in the rules text that they belong in the command zone. Now everyone's running. It's basically like this card can be a partner with any commander. That's what that says. Kind of. It has to follow. It doesn't change. But you have. But you have the downside of having a restriction. But and like like you said, like in a lot of those decks, like there's just even really a restriction. The, yeah, some decks. Some yeah. decks you just build and you're just like, oh hey, I could just. Oh yeah, command. it works. Yeah. I could just. I now I, now instead of having 99 cards, I'm 98. Yeah, you just get rid of the ah this one three drop whatever. I'll just run Luris and all the Moxin and like stuff like that, and it doesn't matter. It seems like a cool idea. I'm, I'm not I'm not like too salty on it or anything. I just think it's odd that they would like make that mistake. It's probably why they haven't done companions, right? I don't Never know. Oh, I don't think them, on the storm scale they're super high. I don't think they're ever doing them again. Probably not. Moving on to non companions, we have more powerful cards: Prophet of Crufix, no. Recurring Nightmare. Now, Recurring Nightmare is a weird one. Recurring Nightmare says to sacrifice a creature and return it to your hand in order to put target creature from your graveyard into play. We have effects like this with reanimate and all of that. The issue with Recurring Nightmare is that returning it to your hand is part of its cost. So no one can ever remove Recurring Nightmare. It's completely, it's one of the only cards in the game that you just cannot interact with. Unless you have split sec, unless you're like going against a split second card or something. If I remember correctly, isn't perplexing chimera pretty much the same thing? It's it's almost pretty. It's very hard to interact with. Well, no, split second doesn't get around it because you can still activate the ability of it, right? Split second yeah, only cares it's part, about. It's part of the cost. So like it 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 says like return this to your hand colon do yeah. the thing. It doesn't. You only. You don't even have to get the resolution of the ability. It doesn't even matter if it goes on the stack or not. It just. You just return yeah. to your hand. It's yeah. also confusing in general. Like well, it's, it's old. Yeah. It's yeah. Cost is an interrupt speed, which is faster than split second. So, or like yeah, when you activate abilities, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what you said about perplexing chimera? Would you ban perplexing chimera? <laughs> I don't think it's like. I think it's annoying, and I think it it can it can control the board sometimes, uh, but. Just because it's hard to interact with doesn't mean I don't think it should be removed or uh, banned. I I think we should keep this next conversation a little bit tabled because it's it, the next card that comes up is Rafelos. <laughs> I, I think we should have an entire episode about bringing back banned as commander. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I would agree. Uh, yeah, I want to talk about Rafelos maybe at a later date. I mean that also goes into the reserved list and him being expensive and all of that. I don't think that he necessarily needs to be banned in the 99 because he's just a creature you can interact with if you happen to draw into him. But him being a commander definitely is obnoxious. To be fair, in green, you can search it. It's really easy. Sure. And then but, you could almost say green should just get banned because they, no, they can do I'm some nasty stuff. No, I'm not saying that. Stuff. But like, it's just a very... Well, how much is that card? It's 22 For, bucks. What? For Felicis? Really? Yeah. That seems low. I mean, it is banned. Like I guess that might. Yeah. I'm sure if it got unbanned, it's like. Whoosh. That's why I said I'm gonna mm-hmm. pick one up. Because as soon as they listen to this podcast, they're gonna oh, be like, yeah. oh yeah, we oh, made yeah. a mistake. Oh yeah, dude, our our ten views. <laughs> I wanted to say this about Prophet of Crufix because oh yeah, I played during a time where Prophet of Crufix had just come out. We were all playing really really low power Magic, uh, probably like a three fours. Like uh, I'm trying to think of like a. A good deck to compare it to. Like, you know when we go to that one store on Fridays, mm-hmm. and everyone's pretty much just playing, like, a pre-con? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was it's like that level of magic where it's like like I play land, played guy, pass turn. You know, like that that sort of magic. Prophet of Crufix is banned for that reason because that card is like ten cents. And on top of that, if you are not in those colors playing that, you are not, like you, you're in a whole different world. So I think it's more for the casual experience than it is for the higher level experience of Commander. Because even back then, like in CDH, I don't think that that was being played back then in like higher level of Magic or I mean, Commander. Shaw, do you know what Prophet of Group Fix is from um, Theros Block? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I'm, I'm seeing what it does and. Um... I feel like I've played games where people were tapping everything on my upkeep anyway. You've probably yeah. played against effects such as Seedborn Muse and all of that. But mm-hmm. Prophet of Crufix is unique because there, you don't have to reach a requirement to get to it. You just play the creature. And with the added on cast creature spells as though they had flash, if each person has a Prophet of Crufix, because it's only one pip of green and blue you end up just having everybody playing on everybody's turns. And you, it basically it basically costs zero, by the way, because you played on turn... Like, let's say, ideally, you played on turn three. In a green-blue deck. You are now... You're, you basically you paid no mana, because you, you cast it, pass, you untap everything, everything is flash. Yeah, so you're just... It, in a two-player game, it's already obnoxious, but when you have four people, it's essentially everybody's turns is everybody's turns, if multiple people are playing that. Our turns. It just slows the game down. What do you think they could do to balance it? Like, let's say it was five pips, like three green, two blue. You think that would be like... Or I'd three like three blue, uh, two green or whatever. Because I'm going to be honest, I don't think that card... Like, obviously the card's strong, right? But I think there's so many things in the format that do both those things. Not in one card. But there's there I I think it could probably be unbanned and it'd be fine. You how about yeah. you may cast the first creature card you cast each turn as though it had flash. Yeah, if it was a new card, it would be something they, like that. All, would, all like, that card it, is, it would limit is you two to cards one. in one, mm-hmm. and and it's for the cause. It's five, right? It is five, it's right? Five. And 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 basically the like uh, I can think of like two cards or whatever or whatever. There's so many cards that you can like. Well, creatures have flash, or you, would these have flash? And then you and then you untap all lands or untap all permits. I I'm not saying it's not a or I'm not saying it's a weak card. I just feel like if it got unbanned, the world wouldn't crumble. Is what I'm saying. I, I, I think I, I think the pips though. I think that's a good point. Like the fact that it costs two pips is like that changes a little because because like, in a five color deck you just yeah it's not hard to splash that in. Well, right. it's not. I'm not even talking about the five color deck. I'm just like soul soul ring can't pump that out faster. Stuff like, you know, whatever, a crypt, a vault, can't pump that out faster. So you have to get the, you have to have dorks, or you have to have lands, or something or the other in order to pump that out if it had five pips. If it was... I think uh, it should I, be three green, three blue. I I think three blue. Oh, you think green. three, three? Yeah. I, th- I think that would be fair for... Oh, you said three green, three? Three and three. Oh, okay, that yeah. would be... Yeah, like yeah, a Niv-Mizzet yeah, of yeah. Simic. Because, like, that's literally, like, the most Simic thing. Like, it's like... yeah. I play creature on uh, all the time, yeah. and I untap all the time. That makes <laughs> me just like wish they printed that card, right? Just like print that in a more fair way, and then it's like cool. If it's three green, three blue, this. I don't think it'd be because Niv Mizzet Perrin being three and three and just doing the most is it things is makes sense to me. It's a very powerful card. Draw, take damage. When you take damage, draw. Like yeah, one could say it's a two-piece combo card with like, <laughs> with like thirty cards. It doesn't feel completely broken though because it's like so oppressed by those pips. Yeah, you know, uh, with respect to what Anthony's saying, 
I do think that it still deserves to be banned because it is like literally like it it, it ruins casual games. It ruins them because mm-hmm. it it literally the whole game revolves around that card. It's 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 the same reason that, uh, and I'm sure it's on the list. Iona's banned. It's the same reason. If in a casual game, you know, Ethan or no, uh, Adam's playing his mono green fin deck. I say green. He he's literally he out literally of the game. can't play. Yeah, I totally agree that it would ruin casual games, but. The reason I think when I when I say these like things should be unbanned is because there's plenty of cards right now in the format that already ruin casual games. So I like on I, one in one card. One uh, could say Parpuckin Chimera is that. I, I don't hate that card. I, I hate that card. But, I, but I, I I don't think chaos effects because I think I would I would put that card Perplexion Chimera in a chaos category. I think that this card is like deliberately win more and I like nobody can deal with you type of card in, in colors that are very good at protecting their stuff. It's not, it's not, um, spec like a specific type of deck that it goes in. If you're doing like land destruction, that kind of goes in a specific type of deck or if you run it, you run it and it's just annoying. But this is just like a good stuff. Simic card. It just goes in every Simic deck. So it's not like you wouldn't see it in a certain Simic. If it deck. said like Merfolk, I wouldn't care. Yeah. But, it, like, but it doesn't. Well, speaking of just good stuff, we're getting into like just insane mana value engines. Uh, Talarian Academy, duh. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, Yogmoth's uh, Yogmoth's Bargain. That you one, I one feel, actually, I card? think that one easily could be taken off the list. Right, pay one life draw card. Yeah, pay, pay one, one life, life draw card. Skip your draw skip. And I was looking at that. six mana. Yeah. Right, I was looking at that, and and I, what what necropotence is not null null profusion. It's black. It's six mana, and whenever you play a card, you skip your draw set. Whenever you play a card, draw a card. Oh, is that that's the plane yeah. shifted version of uh, recycle? Right? Yeah, it's. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think that's. I'm gonna be honest. I think that's way way better. I don't think Yogmoth's bargain deserves to be banned. Unless you also ban Necropotence. Oh, yeah, that was about to say. I was like, isn't Necropotence a thing? You just ban Crick. I think that's probably why it's banned. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't ban Crick. Check I out mean, the short, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? That Crick makes that cost three. It, it's, it, isn't it three, oh, three, three black? Isn't no, it's, three it's black three? four. Sorry. Black. Four, four and two black. <laughs> you still skip your draws. I, I know you have more life in Commander, and that's why a lot of cards... Fast, Fast bond. bond. And yeah. anything well, that requires comes out way faster. With I know Drake, that's though, that's the thing. So I think just... they need to be consistent, right? This is where you fall into that category of like, whoa, why is this ban? Why isn't this? I think that's the biggest issue I have with the with the entire ban list is there's no consistency. Yeah. I think a lot more things should be banned, or more things should be unbanned. I don't have really an issue either way, but the it's not good how it is. The idea, the original idea, was that they were going to put things on the command on the banned list for commander that was a basically flagpole. This is the type of effect that you should not be playing in your decks. World on fire. Like like world fire, upheaval, you know, the game restart the game. There's still a bunch that are unbanned, but they're like, you shouldn't be playing these type of effects. Govern yourselves. Yeah. But nowadays you can't govern yourselves. And we've already had this rule zero conversation before. There's no way to govern yourself if you're going into a commander tournament where you do not know anybody else. Hey, bro, my deck's a seven. It, it's it's a, it's a seven, you know. It's all right. I'm not going to lie. I just took a second to think about it. I was like, what other banned cards, or not banned, but strong cards, uh, 
make uh what was it called? Yogmoth's bargain. Yeah. I was like, what uh, the, the what children? <laughs> oh, <laughs> just draw your whole deck. Nasty. You literally just draw your whole deck. But you know, then again, like I said, uh, they, they should have banned buy- children. They should have banned children and everything. I would be can honest. Can you do but... necropotence and literally just decide? No. Why no, 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 because uh, Necropotence is you get oh, the cards exiles. at the Yeah, you get the cards you at the end. You don't them. actually draw anything. Maybe so. that's why, because it doesn't particularly go with Exile. I think the biggest thing against Necropotence is you get them at the end of the, the the turn, so you have to discard. Now, I know you could have Reliquary Tower or something, but Yagmoth's Bargain is just like instant yeah. speed, draw cards. Yeah, let me just draw 38. Yeah, I got, I got a Reliquary Tower. Yeah. <laughs> cards that are too easy to break are the next one. So we already talked about coalition victory before the before po- the podcast. before the podcast yeah, yeah, started. Yeah. I thought it was a fun card. It looks cool. It looks it looks like fun. I actually like the art, as stupid as it is. So she says, and I want to read it off. Five color decks are already at an advantage at commander. That's true. Mm. And when your commander itself can already satisfy one of the conditions on this win the game sorcery, because remember, if your commander is five colors, you do control. A creature of each color. Unless it's like Cody, he's not technically five colors. Sure. But his color identity. Watch the new vid also. Yeah. Okay. So it's, I, like, it's a I little too easy wrong, to yeah. pull it off. Yeah, like Child of Alara, Progenitus, stuff like so that. So Child of Alara, Alara satisfies the you control a creature of each color. That's, all right, that's fair, I guess. So it's not a different creature, one of each color. Yeah, see, that's what I thought it was. And then mm-hmm. I was like reading, I was like, that doesn't seem like it, a... It, even still, you play a three-color creature and a two-color creature, you're there. That's but like, it's, but it it's, happens all the time. Sure. It's very easy to abuse with the lands as well because... She even points out um, the triumphs, Dryad of the Elysian Grove. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Immediately uh, yeah. satisfies all of it because they're all basic land types. But you're already running triumphs and dual lands in those decks. Yeah, snow duels, cheap snow duels. Like you're not. I don't think that. I don't. I don't think. No, bringing, but, I don't. I, I. I think the snow duels are fine. I don't think. Well, even. even well, no, I think. Like I think the, if you played five snow duels or whatever, or I forget how many you would need to. I was like, if you played that and that's how you won, I'd be like, all right, cool, man. Good, good stuff. To be fair, it is a five color, eight Plus. mana sorcery. So, Christos, you said eight mana should win you the game. Should it win you the game this straightforward? Yeah, eight mana plus you need to have Uber. a few other pieces on the board to make it win. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that a lot of cards in Magic's history that say win the game, you need to get there, like, really... Like, you need to get there. You know, it's not an easy win the game. Like, Maze's End is one that comes to mind. Does it seem easier than most? <sighs> no, I would say it's probably, like, in the same vein as, like, Primal Surge Victory. It's, like, it's the same in my eyes. Like, it, it's pretty close, I feel like. I mean, I, I'll say just I, I do play Primal Surge, but... I think Primal Surge is slightly a little harder since you just have to build your deck around it, whereas that one is like you just play five color good stuff probably and then get away with it. Hey, you can't just throw it at any deck though. That's right. I, well, I will say this: you can't throw it at any deck. You're right, yeah. but I, I you just, just tutor. You just play your commander and tutor up Dryad. You just play good stuff that obviously wants to like it, like well, imagine this is like my my mind goes to the Ur Dragon deck, and like the Ur Dragon alone fulfills half of that requirement and then you're you're playing big mana dragons so mm-hmm. you're gonna get there pretty quickly so i mean instead of casting a dragon i just win the game instead so well, i don't know I, I, that's what i was kind of like trying to get at myself is i think it's a win more card i think the only reason it's still banned is just because they want to stay away from cards that say you win the game they don't like that 
But I do think if you put you you put your commander on the field, which is five colors, so it's probably you already have to spend that five man on it. You know, you maybe do need another card that makes all of your lands every land type. Or you're going to have to go and get each basic land type. Or I guess maybe you have like Shocklands or something. Or a Triome or two. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think it's... Compared to other cards, you're talking about like, oh, you just tutor up Dryad and then you play your commander and you win. It's like, there's a lot of other combos, I feel, in the formats. If they're worried about like high-level play, that that is not high-level play. You're not going to I feel like that that card does not ruin casual play. No. I don't think so at all. I, I... Unless that casual is spending hella money, because like that—that that is the only way you really make the those win cons easier. Is you you got a, a really flushed out deck with like fetches and and triomes and other true dual lands. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you really want to go honest. above and beyond, yeah, sure. But you really the snow duels I think are fine. If you want that card to be balanced, let's say fix it to make it unban. Just make it progenitus cost. Just two of every every color. Sure. Or, or make it require one creature of each color type. That's what I thought. That's how I originally read it, like, and I thought that was good. I and that. it but, just says, and a creature of each color. So Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's banned, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I think we can all pretty much decide on the next one. Flash is is banned. Get rid of Protean Hall, Tinker, too, bro. Flash, yeah, dude, pro, dude. Oh my! Can I like take like a second here? I'm gonna for take flash and no protein for protein Hulk. Hulk, just for protein Hulk. Go ahead. Fuck that card. I'm gonna say that right <laughs> now. I feel like that card being banned for the longest time was so such a good thing for the format. And ever since it's been unbanned, I literally like if I if I, I, when it got unbanned, this is prior to me meeting you guys. I would go to tournaments, and it's like every deck's running uh, protein Hulk combo. Every deck, and it's like, bro, <laughs> like what? If you're like, I, listen, I have no problem with like. You wanting to play a combo, I, whatever. You play combos, that's cool. But, like, if it's a card that's so polarizing around a format where every deck in the format is just like, oh, I'm just I'm just a Hulk combo deck, you know? Or I'm just a Thassa's combo deck, you know? It's like, where is, like, where's the level of, like, unfun for the format in terms of, like... It's prime time for creatures. It's literally what yeah. it is. You're getting your two best creatures that... Yeah, low mana cost and it has to die. It doesn't matter. It I have to matter. build around it. Yeah, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I ask Chris a question? Did you have like any answer for Protean Hulk, or did you just have to accept Tails it? End? Stifle? No, Tails End wasn't even. That was, they got unbanned before Tails End ever came out. Mm. Uh, you'd have you'd have to stifle it, dis- uh, disallow. Ta- yeah, Tails End came like a while after, uh, and I, that's that's like right when I quit. Yeah, you'd you'd have to do some sort of ability counter of some sort, or like split second it somehow even then like you'd have to because uh, what's the what's that card that like people use uh, a food chain combo right mm-hmm. so you'd have to either i mean you you just run counter spells and everybody like i'm sure people in the comments here will be like oh just counter the the pieces it's like it's like first of all some uh, a lot of people don't play in blue in, ca- in like more casual formats because that's just how the game is mm-hmm. and if you're like if i'm playing like gruel fun stuff and like this guy's <laughs> playing like mono white angels and this guy's playing like red goblins and this dude's playing food chain hulk combo you know it's like <laughs> bro like where why are you sitting here you know what i mean it's like we're not in the same universe and i think like kind of harking back to like why uh commander's in like a weird spot for me at the moment um in with relation to the ban list what you said earlier ethan really uh, resonated with me where like where's the bar like because like I feel like the fact that we stop setting a bar it feels odd to me that like I can't sit down at a table and some kid says I'm at I'm at a seven here like I'm playing a seven 
I don't know what that means. So the reason I asked that is um, I used to play a game where it, they would come out with like a new character and that character would be like, you know, the bee's knees, right? So you know, we'll just say that's Protean <laughs> Hulk, right? But but instead of like um, banning Protean Hulk or whatever, you know, making that character weak, uh, weaker, they would just come out with a new character basically that would uh, counter that character. So, you know, I was like, w- would, would it be detrimental to a format if they came out with like a, a blue or a white card that basically nullified protein hulk and then that's just something like everything everyone ran but only because everyone ran protein hulk would that be like something you're just just asking for more staples i I, I think so i think um which is even like a niche staple wouldn't be bad if it's if everyone's running let let me let me just rebuttal and just say this because i know that like video we we do a lot of uh, analogies with video games on the podcast this trading card game cannot be compared to video games and the simple fact is they can't patch it out. They can't like just move move numbers around and make a character weaker, make a card weaker. Like they would either have to literally warp the whole format and print cards that literally change, like Yu Gi Oh levels of change. You know, mm-hmm. like we go from playing this meta to this meta, like flipping, flopping back and forth. And because of Magic's longevity, you they they have like no, they don't they don't have the ability to be like okay, well like we'll release this card to counter Protein Hulk. But this card actually combos with a thousand other things. So now, yes, it does counter Protein Hulk, but it also combos with this. Spawns. And it's it's just like, okay, so instead of now, no one's playing Protein Hulk anymore. And this card's just being played just to counter it. And then now this card's left unchecked because Protein Hulk's gone. It's like there's no rock, paper, scissors like type of situation. There, That's why this format's so uh, volatile in terms of its balance. I don't know. I feel like Magic's always been like rock, paper, scissors. Maybe not with the cards specifically, but with the colors and how they interact with each other. It always feels like that's... uh, You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. It just always feels that way to me. In theory, I I would agree with you, but in practice, it's not at all. That's why I'm asking, uh, do you think... Do do, do, uh, you think that maybe it would be better if they somehow made like niche staples like that sure people would just stop playing protein hulk but then you know maybe they're running like a less you know uh, less of a annoying i do i do not like when cards like something is created to completely negate something else because then it's just like it is literally now useless i it's it feels like it's been nerfed to the ground in a sense where it's like you now just lost a card because something so simple counters it and it's like it's a lot of quote-unquote effort to cast that card to do anything it's like you know, you just give up. And to me, that makes me completely disinterested. I would prefer them to just ban it instead of printing more overpowered or stapley things. You feel like you can't keep up. Yeah. And then it's just like, uh, I'm not interested anymore. If they're just going to like print something to be so oppressive, let me have either the option to do it or just not at all. Because I don't want, like, I don't want to think I have the illusion of playing this card or combo just for it to just get completely destroyed. I don't know. I th- yeah, but that's because you like to play solitaire. I think interaction is completely fine and i don't like i said it has to be a niche staple so don't don't just overpower it to the point where that interaction can't be interacted with like oh it has like split second can be counter blah 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 this just to make sure that you don't get your counter off obviously if you're doing your counter and you don't have any interaction and you're just playing your counter tapping out then honestly you deserve to get punished for it regardless if i'm using that niche like uh interaction or not you shouldn't always get punished for tapping y- out yes you should then it's not that's, that sounds like oh well you're a blue player well, i just never tap out man it I doesn't matter if you're past. a blue player or anything it, i think you should get punished for tapping out <laughs> i always tap tap out and i'm always having the most fun when i just tap out and play the biggest thing in my hand i don't hold anything up for anything 
So I, that's the type of player that I am. I know there's other players out there like me. When I get to my five mana, I want to cast the Prismatic Bridge, and I don't want it to get countered because there's nothing else that fixes that in my deck. No, you should I, play I think, the Prismatic Bridge, but only on turn seven when you have two mana up for a counterspell just in case. I feel like a, a lot of people that play Commander are you, Ethan. And Battlecruiser Magic, baby. Yeah, and I just I, want my Planeswalker babies next to my side. And, and, that, and, that, and I feel like, I feel like <laughs> at, in its core, at its core, that's what Commander's, the spirit of Commander is, like we, we had it in our own episode, right? But like I think in general, uh, I feel like what you're kind of talking about, Anthony, is uh, like you you want a r- rotating format essentially. You want you want this to be a standard format. Just to be, fair, to be fair, I am a standard player, so I I am I think I have like some like uh, what do you call it view on bias yeah bias exactly I I do think I have some bias. Uh, so when I do see someone tap out, and especially in standard, I, I'm absolutely going to punish them if I can. And that's just the way I look at the game. It's just I've always played standard. I've started playing standard, or that's how I started playing the game. So that's just how I look at it. And I bring that to Commander. Maybe it's not good. I don't know. We're going to move on to the next um, uh, section here in just a moment. But maybe another episode should be... What if they just had a rotating commander? Well, I, I kind of wanted to segue off of what he said because I, I would not I, have an issue. With I that. feel like we kind of already live in a rotating s- commander, mm-hmm. to be honest. Because like as things come out, it things just get pushed out. Yep. Like that's not rotation. That's power. Creep. That's power creep, right? In a sense, though, like like the commander that I used to play was a whole different format than the commander that exists now. Yeah, you can you can talk about like you know power levels, etc. Things move forward and the game just moves forwards with it that's the whole issue with having an eternal format i think that a way to save commander would be to rotate it you wouldn't have no need to power creep the last thing that you made in the previous set if it was no longer a eternal format you could have an eternal commander a legacy commander but also have a standard commander and that standard commander doesn't have to have two years three years you could have the last five i don't know plus years brawl right right you wouldn't have to make this band list so inefficiently. You would actually be able to keep up the band list to what's actually relevant. If you only had the last, let's say, I'm just throwing out numbers. If you only had the last four years and Ikoria was the next thing right now that was about to get rotated out, you wouldn't have to worry about like, oh, this this companion combos with this new thing. Which one do we ban? Um, do we just ban neither? And then the... You, you could just let it rotate out. Wizards of the Coast would actually design for a rotating format again. Just accept that Magic is now a four-player singleton game. Still keep your game theory that you had for the original idea of Magic, where you're building for standard and then uh, eternal formats just happen to happen. But instead of building for a standard that's a 60-card 1v1, build for a standard that's what people want to play. The four-man... Singleton format. Um, that is my that that I think would save Commander in my opinion. But you can just rule zero out uh, all those cards, and why do you have to have a ban list from Wizards? Rule zero is bullshit because the moment you walk into a store, if they want Commander to be as important as Standard used to be, then they need to implement a legitimate rule zero structure to tournaments, instead of just walking in, being like, oh, I've ruled zero that card out. Uh, it's on my personal ban list. Well, sorry, it's the only deck that I brought to the tournament. 
you're not you can't talk to these people in advance. Wizards of the Coast needs to either set specific better rules for Commander, or they need to let up in the ex exact same way as the ban list needs to either get better or it needs to let up. It can't be how it is. Which is like, it makes so much sense because like you were saying, this is like the new standard. This is what people go to Friday Night Magic for. They go to play Commander. So this is what gets people to go into the store now. So and sad. like, if they're designing it and it's being so volatile, like you'll see people get really mad and just walk out of the store because you played some broken deck or I've played with people who were being serious about their power level of their deck and the other people weren't. And they were just like bummed and like, you could just tell on their face. They're like, that was a waste of my time. Why would I want to come back there? You make a fun deck. You don't know what you're doing. You're new to commander. Like you go to a store and then it's just like, you're getting bullied by like, you know, hardcore players or you're getting bullied by people like Christos who actually okay, got kicked, bro. who actually I got like... kicked, not kicked out, but subtly like, Hey dude, stop playing your deck. You know, it's too powerful. Oh, he got I, kicked. I, I have I have just something quick I want to ask Christos actually too. Okay. Christos, do you think do you think your power level seven perforos could beat three recent precons? Like if, if oh, they if, easily. If they de <laughs> if they decided if they like, hey, this guy's the arch enemy and we all need to go for him, do you think you could beat three precons that were just gotta be directed at you? Yeah, easily. You think so? Yeah, easily. And recent precons. You would consider it a power seven. Yeah. Okay, so that that's the only deck the person brought, and he's now pissed that his entire night was wasted. I'm going to be honest, I don't think you get that's it. Wizard Why not? That's Wizard of the three, Coast. I, I think old, older precons, for sure. I think I think the newer precons are coming more and more with, like, actual, like, um, they're built a little better. Ixalan is juiced. Ixalan is really good. I think, I think the Wilds of Eldraine was, was weren't bad. Both of them weren't bad, either. I think if they actually, like, if the three players aren't, dumb then they'd be able to beat you uh mm. if they work together they actually like was talking together and like uh hey i have you know my one interaction spell uh my point in, in saying that is i think uh, a lot of the time when you uh have a lot you, you're bringing up the people with the weaker decks or whatever i think a lot of the those those like the reason why they all lose is game knowledge and working together and actually i, I experienced it myself when Fair i assessment. when i was at the game store and I was trying to explain to the the two other players that had very weak decks that we you know we shouldn't even be focused on like attacking or anything. We got to get rid of this Karth the Lion player because he's just constantly pumping out planeswalkers, and I'm using all my interaction to deal with him, and I have nothing now, and he's just constantly refreshing his hand. I don't understand. I don't think you understand that he's going to win in probably a couple turns. So that's I had to break that down for him, and he, you know, he was also trying to, you know, basically say that he wasn't a threat, which was a complete lie. But you know, he, he might as well try and, you know, be a politics and stuff. What, like what was the root of this? I don't remember. Well, the Just, root of it. Was oh yeah, uh, yeah. Adam was bringing up was basically bringing up the power levels of the deck, right, and stuff like that. And then I was just I. But I how, just, how did we get there? Protein Hulk. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. Fuck that card. <laughs> We're moving on to cards that are unfun to play against. Just because, just like Probably I, <laughs> I, oh man, uh, balance. That makes sense. Two okay. mana sorcery. Yeah. Uh, Sean, do you know what this is? Um. Yeah, I I do actually know what this one is. Yeah. So it basically just controls the game, slows it down. It doesn't. I don't see balance having. Get read it off really a quick. win con. Okay. Two mana sorcery, one and one white. Each player chooses a number of lands he or she controls, equal to the number of lands controlled by the player who controls the most. Oh, sorry, controls the fewest. 
then sacrifices the rest. Players discard cards and sacrifice creatures the same way. Sounds good to me. I'd play it. <laughs> that is awful. So, I'd play it in my stacks deck. I'd love it. You just What you do with balance is you just play two lands and wait for like four turns. Yep. And just play nothing else. Just pass, pass, pass. And then you cast balance and everybody else is dead. All their creatures that they've used up are gone and you're you have a full hand. You just sacrifice them? I don't yeah. I don't think it's that I don't think that's oppressive. Like if you're playing against if if you have a graveyard deck at the table, they're going to profit. Well, you want to have a full hand cuz you'd sacrifice cards in your hand. To players the discard cards. Oh, players discard Oh. I don't think it's that. I don't think that's oppressive. It, it, at a certain pot, it would be. Okay, but... so it's not a, the, the section is oppressive. It's unfun to play. Against. Well, don't no, don't forget. You could also play that card, and someone could only have one land out or something, and then everyone goes down to one. Like yeah, I, I mean, here's the thing, right? Like because because you're the one playing the card, you're playing around it. Nobody else is, and it is inherently unfun, and it slows down the game to a halt. So and, you and on top of that. It basically restarts the game. And now we're all just top decking. Can That's imagine, not fun. Can you imagine phasing out your permanence and then playing it? It acts as if they don't exist and everyone sacrifices down to nothing. All right, that's a little different. But, I mean, it still hits the hand, right? So, I'm just saying, that's that's what people would use it with. I'm just saying, y'all, y'all, y'all ain't never played against some discard decks or some like mass land destruction decks on a regular basis. You guys do not like understand. Discard deck? Uh, weren't we just no. talking uh, next but you card get to up. draw with Nekushard it's different <laughs> next card up is Biorhythm weren't we just talking about how this doesn't deserve to be banned I, I don't think I don't the, think the, it's is that the green the big green spell? The, my issue with it is that there's a creature that does the exact same thing yeah it's the, not the Shaman of the Forgotten, the Ways, yeah. Of the Forgotten Ways yeah that one yeah I mean I, it, again, how, much mana, how much mana is it I forget the it's creature eight no the, 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 the spell eight yeah. uh, let's read what it does it's for yeah, so six and two green sorcery. Each player's life total becomes the number of creatures he or she controls. Zero, baby. Okay, I will say shaman, or unless we're not jumping on the shaman, because I, I think shaman is very fair compared oh, to super fair. Super fair. You need 11 mana to tap it. You also need a creature with power eight or greater, or you total yeah. creature power of eight or greater. I'm not talking about that. That's fair. Uh, Biorhythm, I just, the reason I think Biorhythm isn't, it's, I feel like with green, Eight mana, you just win the game. Like usually, usually you win the game in green with eight mana. <coughs> Crater hoof. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. It's I think that's eight, right? I mean, so, tooth and nail and twins nine. Yeah, Crater hoof, yeah, Avenger combo. Primal surge is ten, but it's yeah. you know, not too far off. I guess it's just like, I think it's just most oppressive in elf decks where you get it out on like turn four or five, and maybe some people are just getting their commander out. They they put a rock down yeah. or two. Elves ruin things again, and baby. Then, yeah, and then you already have like ten elves because you're just throwing down one mana dorks every every turn. So now you've got the blockers and the health. Yeah, and then you just swing oh, in. It, and it, the blockers don't matter. You set everybody to zero. You won the game. The game's over. Or they have one creature and you swing in with four elves. And uh, literally, you could play that. If if you if you open with like a hand of dorks like so let's say th three dorks, three three forests and biorhythm, you don't even need forests. <laughs> just think, just, just think. Well, yeah, crypt or vault, and I think this is also the problem. Is like, I feel like that card. It, what if that card was uh, was just eight eight green mana? Pips? Well, and that's why. Be, oh, that'd be so much more fair. <laughs> yeah, I think so. If it's eight green mana pips, no, it, it doesn't. It really, yeah, you would only play it in green decks. But honestly, it wouldn't matter because this is what who was the elf commander that's banned? Um, 
the Rafellos. Ra- Ra- Rafellos. Yeah. He taps two for he get taps for two <laughs> mana for every force you have, and I was just saying you could turn three play well, bio. Just keep him banned then. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep him banned. I, I feel like a, a lot of the things with like the old ban list, and this is just maybe me like coping, but I, I think that a lot of the old card ban or banned cards on the list. We're like a local meta that like like some dude was just playing that card all the time. <laughs> I just because I, like I'm like sometimes I read the article when when things came out I'm like what you guys are banning that like sure like like a, a world fire I was like I've never seen this card other than me throwing it in the garbage after they I pull it out it, of right? a pack yeah they they, they unbanned just it. unbanned it yeah. but like I still have yet to see it ever in person ever outside of me pulling it in, out of a pack and throwing it in the garbage. Well, I guess all the other spells are. That's like destroy all land still exist. They're just very heavily disliked and you know agreed upon that there yeah. shouldn't be. Is it world file or just everybody goes to zero and like it exiles everything and then everyone goes to to one. That sounds fun. So everyone top decks at one life. You lose lands. You People lose just hands. don't like That's it because chaos right there. That is true chaos. <laughs> People just don't like it because no, technically once you cast it, if it resolves, nothing else in the game mattered before it. But it's nine mana, it, right? It, it is sort of a restart to the game. But you can't you can't pump it out early. I think that's the reason. Like versus that no, one card that's can't. one in one white, which yeah. does basically the same thing. It's not that it's a restart to the game, and people just. It's just that people want you to win, considering the board state that has built. It's like if you're telling a story together, playing this commander game. It's like you get to the like oh you did this you and I did this, this you get to the second to last page in the story yeah. And then instead of finishing the novel, a comet came down from just, space <laughs> and just annihilated everyone. Yeah. Instead yeah. of like Sometimes finishing that, that story, it's just like I just rip all the pages out and just oh, we finished. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like it doesn't invalidate like the you know nine nine turns worth of stuff that happened presumably uh, before you cast that card. Uh, it's a sorcery. Yeah. Yeah. Six I, and three red. I suppose you could probably tutor it up if you're playing like is it uh, with like. Merchant scroll or whatever. That's probably the idea because a lot of the time you'd want to play it at instant speed after you already put like a one damage thing on the stack. Oh, that'd be nasty. Yeah, you somehow do it in one of those decks where like you deal one damage to every opponent and then just get somehow just get it on the stack. You know, I was thinking to myself earlier when we were talking about how like uh, cards coming in and out of formats or whatever, or, like moving st- in stuff in and out, like how we, we said during one podcast that like. We talked about those Lord of the Rings cards that like killed Storm. Cards will just come out and kill things like it uh, periodically. Yeah. Which kind of goes with what you were saying is maybe there was these local metas where they were broken, broken combos of cards. So like, okay, we'll get a ban list out. This is still like a new thing. I don't know when they came out with the ban list with respect to like how long Commander was out. They probably were like that. And then again, they just slowly over time were just stepped back from it. And then maybe started printing cards towards it. And it was like, it's an eternal format, whatever, you know. But it is weird because then they print cards like Hull Breacher, ban it, and then they unban um, World Fire, they ban Golos because Golos is too much of a casual, just five color, any color, just whatever deck. And yeah, I don't. It is weird, right? And speaking of Hull Breacher, a couple cards that mess with card draw are in this unfun Hull Breacher, Leovold, Paradox Engine. That's not draw, uh, card draw, but that's just stupid. That card's at, dude. I played. I played two months of Commander with that card. <laughs> that <laughs> card. That card is so. It got banned like immediately. Yeah, that's just like Crufix. That's it's. Yeah, Crufix. I think we had like a year of it. 
I'm not gonna lie, I don't I can't find a reason to <laughs> combat it being banned or not being banned. Paradox? Yeah, it, it Oh, should, it's absurd. It, yeah, it should stay. I looked at it, I did, was like Did you yeah. did you play in standard when it was in standard? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there is I mean those decks weren't that so, great. So to anybody who doesn't know, Paradox Engine is a five generic mana artifact, legendary artifact. Whenever you cast a spell, untap all non land permanents you control. The idea of it being a paradox engine is that it's broken. It's, it <laughs> that's is by too, design, it's literally broken. It's, but yeah, by design, it's it's supposed to be easy to break. We've got cards that are like Worldfire, Sway of the Stars, Upheaval. People Upheaval just, is just awful. People just don't like. I oh, want to okay, say I, I want to say that if you're casting a crazy spell that does something like that, it better itself win because they just don't like invalidating everything that came before it. I, I, I wanted to say, uh, I, I'm going to correct myself, Paradox Engine was in the format for two years before it got banned, but it felt like a, like an, like a month, but it was two years. I'm probably because I took it, that's, that's, and you know what? I might have quit because of this card, <laughs> uh, but I did quit during that time, and that was like right around the time where they unbanned Painter Servant, I think they banned Iona and Paradox Engine in one fell swoop, and uh, I ran Iona in a deck, so that's probably why I quit, but... Yeah, she says resetting a game is never a good option when four people's enjoyment is at stake. Cards like Upheaval, Sap Fun, invalidates the game completely, and and itself is not a fast way to win. That's not true. What? Oh, you can win. You can true. win with Upheaval. There's 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 ways to do it. I think I think just people just don't play it that way. They right. They, people just play it to reset the game. Yeah, you're, but if you're you tapping as a blue player, dude. If you tap. If you tap mana, if you leave it up, float it and then play all your stuff. Yeah, again. and then play like omniscience or whatever after that. This is obviously way late in the game, but yeah, that that just leaves you to win the game after that. But it's just you know, upheaval just make sure now that at this point, just you know, go win the game another way, dude. You, don't you could, to... yeah, no, you're right. I'm just saying you. It's, you're talking about it, fifteen mana. Yeah, yeah of course, <laughs> of course, man. I'm just saying, and both of those spells can't be countered. What upheaval? Upheaval can be countered. No, he's saying that they would have to not be counted. They would have for that to, to for oh, fifteen for your, your Christmas list magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. World. That's right. My Christmas <laughs> it's, list. It's magic. too easy. For I'm just saying to... you can win in the same turn you play upheaval. So I'm just saying I'll ban upheaval as soon as we get every single magic player on the planet to decide that they're not going to use upheaval just to mess with people. Yeah, it's it's too easy for oh, people to be like, listen. oh, okay, I'll just run this card to return their stuff. Ninety percent of magic players that would play upheaval if it was unbanned are not playing like you are. I'm not saying they would. I, I, and and, and honestly, those are the people that we would come across in the LGS, I, and I know you'd be pissed about it. Oh, I know, because <laughs> I was pissed when I... Uh, that one guy, the LGS, didn't know how stacks worked, and he was staxing himself and, and also everyone else at the board. And it was just... No one was playing the game, and I was oh, just like, man. wow. This opens a whole other conversation about like people net decking and not knowing what the hell yes! they're doing. net decking! <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's definitely its own episode. But you should check out our deck tech stuff. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about the rest really quick um any dexterity cards so like falling star or chaos or chaos can um all of those uh shaharazad (laughs) (laughs) who doesn't want to play more magic am i right (laughs) yeah you're right you're right (laughs) cards that just take too long to resolve i'm not gonna lie though like what if somebody you know you come to lgs and this guy you you never met him and he pulls up a second table and he's like i play shaharazad so i i got this second table he he comes up with like like a a little fold-up table i'm not gonna lie that would be so funny to me if somebody pulled up if someone did that if they pulled up a second table on me i would i would accept, <laughs> yeah, accept like, i hope you got a second deck too because i don't got one 
<laughs> well, you don't need it. You just take whatever's in your yeah, yeah, like, Oh, oh, really? You take works? what's left in your library and play a second game with that, and whatever whoever wins that loot, uh, no, loop. whoever loses that goes back. They both go back, and the loser loses half of their life rounded up in the original game. <laughs> That's it. You play a whole another game so, of magic just to lose half their life. <laughs> Yeah, that card should save man. <laughs> it's also a two mana sorcery. Holy shit! <laughs> Dude, I want, I want, I'm curious, like in like uh, back in the day when like they, they used to get played in a type one or type two, whatever it was uh, format. Like if people actually played that, I card. think it was banned pretty quickly. Yeah, or, I think people realized that you just shouldn't play that card very quickly. I don't know if there was bans back then in terms of those. Well, formats. all the power nine were. Restricted. We're pretty much restricted instantly or, or banned in senses. Um, I think Falling Star and well, Chaos Orb I think was used legitimately or Falling Chaos Star Orb was, was used for a long time legitimately and actually in a lot of uh, vintage games it still is. Yeah, wasn't there the legitimate story of someone like shredding up their Chaos Orb or whatever, and it wasn't against the rules? So, so they like yep. shredded it up and then dropped it, and then it hit everything on the board and mm-hmm. destroyed it. And all. the judge ruled it as being legal. Well, that's what the uncard. But wait, no, chaos I think it didn't go because of. I think it actually didn't go through because the ruling was now they were down. They legally were down a card in their deck, so their deck was an illegal size. Oh, they got what? so so the play was legal, but what it did to the deck made them DQ. Oh my god! <laughs> this is why you play checklist. Cards, that's why man. you play that's sixty-one all... <laughs> cards and then use rip one up and then you're good. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Could you imagine if they they came out and they're like, okay, guys, we're printing a checklist card specifically, like the the one for Nico Bolas from Mm. the 19, Mm -hmm. that's like just for Nico Bolas, it's just for, what is it, Chaos World? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Chaos Orb. Orb. Yeah. So what is everybody's general opinions on the ban list before we go on to the next Magic episode about banning and unbanning specific cards? I'm going to go rapid fire. Christos, give me like two sentences of how you feel on it. The ban list needs more bans. Whoever is uh, regulating the format needs to do a better job of that. I think the ban list is com- it's completely useless. Kind of shows people early on that certain cards are no-nos, but there's still plenty of cards that are make it seem hypocritical. Unbanned braids. I mean, yeah, I got a pretty similar uh, opinion. Like, most of these make sense, but then there's some that don't and just yeah. more consistency like we were saying. Similar opinion on band braids. I mean, yeah. yeah, I did that one. That one for sure. Yeah. Also, unbanned Sherazad, of course. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening. We're going to go ahead and go a little bit deeper into the band list on the next episode. This was just a little bit of an introduction. If you want to help us out, go ahead and check out the Patreon and leave a comment and a review if you're watching on a different uh, podcast platform. We will see you next time. Thank you very much for watching. Peace. Bye. 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 See you.